Hey everyone, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. So you'll notice something different this week. Uh, I'm in my office and um, I'm actually in my pajamas. <laughs> my slippers. Um, I'm having a different kind of week, a different kind of month. Um, and I didn't want to get out of my pajamas, so I'm not. Um, I'm actually coming to you this week in this week's vlog. I'm not doing that well. Um, and I want to talk about that a little bit because I've been reflecting on it and I think that um, there's at least one pretty sweet lesson that I want to share with you that's come out of this. Now, um, I probably shouldn't be talking about this because I'm not through enough, through it enough yet that I have um, any clarity to share with you. Um, the truth is I don't know why I'm not doing well. I mean, I have all kinds of hypotheses, the same ones that you would have. Well, you work really hard and you've been through a lot and blah, 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 right? Um, yeah, and all that's true. It could be burnout or something like that. Um, that resonates with me as maybe being partly what's going on, but maybe not the whole thing. Um, oh, in any case, you know, this is actually the first time in my life my husband pointed this out to me. In 19 years of being married to me, he's never seen me not know what was going on with me. Like, he's he's seen me struggle plenty of times, but he's never seen me not be able to sort of pinpoint the source of the struggle. Um, and that in and of itself has created its own kind of hardship. But I, you know, I wanted to talk about the food piece um, because this sort of not doing well thing that I've been experiencing has been coming in and out for the last few weeks. Um, I experienced the first bit of it before the family reunion. Um, if you don't know, that was a big live event that uh, Brightline Eating held in San Diego a um, couple, couple few weeks ago. And um, for, for the family reunion, I felt, I felt pretty good and definitely experiencing the energy of all the people there buoyed me up. Then uh, traveling home was a nightmare, just logistically speaking, canceled flights, stranded overnight in Chicago. It was just a nightmare. And um, and the re-entry coming home has been just brutal, like really awful. And um, and I've been spending a lot of time on the couch and I've been spending a lot of time in my, my pink flannel <laughs> um, pajama bottoms and slippers and stuff. And... Um, for a while in this struggle, the food was harder, um, definitely harder. Like the, the sort of feeling, and you might relate to this, of like, it just felt too hard to stick with Bright Lines. It felt like, um, given the way I was feeling, I was entitled to eat off my plan. It felt like there were certain logistical things, like when I got stranded in Chicago overnight, that were really hard to figure out the food around. And, um, I experienced my struggle weakening my bright lines. Or maybe a different way to put it would be weakening my conviction um, or my willingness to stick with my bright lines. And then on Saturday, I don't know what happened on Saturday, but something shifted for me and it 
went completely to the opposite. And this is the lesson that I want to share with you is for some reason on Saturday, um, it dawned on me, happy, happy awareness that I could lean into my bright lines and that at the very least, I could focus, like narrow my focus to having a perfect, beautiful, simple, bright line day. And that that was the one thing with my emotions not feeling very controllable, my perceptions of the world not feeling very controllable. Usually I'm a really positive person and I've just been in a bleak, like unnecessarily bleak place mentally. Um, and it dawned on me that what I could control and what I could focus on was weighing and measuring my breakfast, weighing and measuring my lunch, and weighing and measuring my dinner. And I started committing my meals again, I haven't done this in a long time, into a Facebook group full of Bright Line Eaters. And um, just saying, hey everyone, still not feeling great, but here's what I'm gonna eat tomorrow and writing down what I was gonna eat and then focusing on eating only and exactly that. Now, if you do bright line eating, you know this is bright line eating 101. Like this isn't fancy. As a matter of fact, this is as simple as it gets. This is the essence of bright line eating is you write down what you're gonna eat the night before and the next day you eat only and exactly that. But if you've been doing bright line eating for any length of time, you know that, you know, years in, what can happen is there can be some sort of looseness between like my plan and my actual, you know, whether it's that the family wants to go out to dinner or it's that, you know, oh, these green beans are going bad. I better eat those up instead of the broccoli or whatever. Perfectly legitimate swaps, but um, any number of things can come in between, or maybe you just stop even planning. You're not even writing down your food. Maybe you never did, right? So there's lots of ways that um, that sort of write down your food the night before and the next day eat only and exactly that can get loosened up. Um, and what I experienced um, and what I have experienced since Saturday is this, um, this tremendous peace and like a little carve out of well-being coming from writing down my food, not just writing it down, but committing it to a group of people who do bright line eating in writing for all to see, black and white, and then the next day eating only in exactly that. And I go back and I report back in. It's called bookending when you report back in at the end of the day, the event, the whatever, and you say, Remember my commitment? Well, I did it. Um, and I've been bookending every day and then re-upping my commitment for the next day. Um, I've experienced this before, this phenomenon of uh, leaning into the bright lines being some sort of uh, crutch or salvation or uh, scaffold or um, like strong point, some sort of like reference point almost, like a buoy in the middle of the ocean um, where the bright line meal, like everything is swirling around and the bright line meal is like, well, at least I, I know I'm gonna weigh and measure my lunch, right? Like that's the next thing, I've gotta weigh and measure my lunch. The time in my life when I most experienced this was when um, Alexis and Zoe were born prematurely. So Alexis and Zoe are 10 now um, and they're healthy, 
They're beautiful little girls, um, but they were born uh, extremely prematurely. They were 24 weeks and they weighed one pound each, basically one pound, six ounces and one pound, seven ounces. Um, I was like five, five and a half months pregnant when they came. It was just, they were so early. It was ridiculous. And, um, and they came out of the blue and it was a very sort of tumultuous emergency C-section. And so I was doped up from the meds from that surgery. And all of a sudden we had these two babies on life support in intensive care. And at that point I'd been doing bright line eating already. Um, well, we didn't call it bright line eating then, but I'd been doing what we do with our food, you know, weighing and measuring and no sugar and flour and all that for, um, uh, why can't I think about the, how long? Like five years already, like five years already. So I had some good automaticity under my belt and I hadn't broken my lines in years. Um, and when that tragedy struck, um, I clung to my lines like a life vest, like just like that was my life preserver. I was drowning in the ocean. And the only thing I could see clear to do was to weigh and measure my meals. And, you know, weighing and measuring my meals wasn't a trivial thing. I was stuck in the hospital, right? So that required the support, recruiting the support of family members. David was so there for me. Oh, I've been reading in our Bright Lifers Facebook group. A few people have posted just really intense um, hardship lately. Just lots of sort of one thing after another, tragedy upon tragedy. One woman posted any advice, like she just had this really terrible string of events happen in her life. And the advice I gave her was lean into your lines, like lean into them, cling to them. So that's what I'm doing. It's helping. And um, I want to end this vlog, that little nugget in and of itself. That's a gem. Like you use that when, when, the proverbial, you know what hits the fan in life and oh, it will, it will keep you upright, leaning into the lines. But I want to end with one other little thing. Um, so I'm in this dark, bleak place. I don't have the motivation for things that I used to have. I don't feel good the way I normally feel good. I'm lying on the couch a lot, getting a lot of naps, getting a lot of sleep, reading some good books. That's nice. Um, but what I'm not doing is I'm not, I'm not beating myself up. I'm whining a little bit. I don't like to not feel good. <laughs> so I'm, I'm whining a little bit, but I'm not beating myself up. I have um, a wellspring of self-compassion that makes me proud. Um, and the, the family reunion, the big event that we just did was on self-compassion. And um, I want to issue a little invitation to you. I'm actually going to be doing um, some live webinars this week. And I'm not going to be doing them alone. I'm doing them with Everett Considine. And Everett was at the family reunion presenting a lot. He's um, He's been someone, he is someone who's been working with our tribe a lot um, on the the issues that people people bring to Bright Line Eating, you know, um, all sorts of issues. And he's he's pretty much cracked the code and helped to explain um, what's going on inside of us when we war inside of ourselves or when we're acting outside of our own best interests. Um, and beating ourselves up, having a, a really vicious inner critic is one way of doing that. It wasn't until I met Everett and I learned about his work um, that I understood 
for the first time why it is that I have such self-compassion. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much a ninja at self-compassion and it takes my breath away sometimes um, to hear how viciously sometimes people who do bright line eating talk to themselves inside their own head because it's not my experience. I'm pretty um, supportive of myself inside my own head and Everett taught me why. Um, I happen along the way without even knowing it to have learned um, this one little thing and we're gonna talk about it in the webinar tonight and um, it's, there's one tonight and in a couple days and in a couple days so there's gonna be a button down below if you want to join us it's gonna be pretty special um, and he's going to present the BLE parts map which is uh, the map of the the different parts inside of us that are in play in bright line eating if you do bright line eating and you haven't seen this yet I really, really encourage you to be on one of these webinars live. Really, really encourage you. Um, because this webinar will give you an understanding not only of how to develop self-compassion, but an understanding of the aspects of yourself that are in play when you try to do bright line eating and why some of them start to rebel and try to capsize the ship and you know take it off course, whether it's breaking the bright lines or um, overworking or um, a vicious inner critic or whatever it is, there's lots, or isolating, there's lots of different ways that sort of self-sabotage can manifest. Um, and even if you are keeping your bright lines immaculately, these parts are in play as well. Um, and he'll explain that too. So we're going to be hopping on a webinar live every now and then, um, I put together some new content and I roll it out for fun and for free just to share with y'all. And, um, that's what I'm doing. So if you want to join us, it's going to be awesome. Click on the link below. And, um, if not, that's cool too. And I just want to leave you with the notion that when you're really, really not feeling good and or life is just throwing stuff at you that feels really hard to handle, instead of seeing it as a threat to your bright lines, you can actually see it as um, in a situation like that, the bright lines can be all you've got. Like they can be, they can be the focus. You can narrow your day down to... It's a successful day if you just weigh and measure your three meals and eat only in exactly what you planned. And um, since I've been doing that, I've been traveling a lot, uh, a lot better. It's been feeling a lot better. So anyway, coming to you from my office and my uh, pink flannel and my slippers, I love you a lot and I'll see you next week.